Hello and welcome. I am your host, Christy Brandt, and this is In Business Shelby County. Thank you to Echo Effect, located at 102 East Washington Street, right here in Shelbyville, for providing us with the audio recording. This place literally has it all. Uh, full band recording, uh, voice recording, corporate presentation, you could have a school lock in here, you could have a church lock in here, mm -hmm. karaoke, movie, it's everything you want. And yes, again, it is right here in Shelbyville. So thank you to them. Um, for those of you who might be joining uh, on YouTube or are listening and want to catch the football follies of this, um, we are doing the taping on my iPhone. So <laughs> don't hold that against Jacko Effect. Uh, the podcast is all about uh, local professionals living and blazing a trail straight out of Shelbyville. And yes, I'll say it again, I do mean Shelbyville, Indiana, and the county it lies within, Shelby. So be excited, like, share, follow, and subscribe. You don't want to miss this. Um, for those that are interested, we are looking to partner. So if you are a consulting company um, or individual person that consults on CRM or digital tools. Um, we're looking for you to partner with people here. Um, partner with us, get your name out there. If you are the digital tool or the CRM, partner with us. Um, you might also be a money guru um, and are ready to help other entrepreneurs take their wealth to the next level. This podcast is for you. You might be a personal or professional development uh, motivational person. I lost my train of thought there. Uh, this podcast is for you and I might be your client. <laughs> uh, so in real time, you will see your impact right here on this podcast. And with that, let's meet our guest. Mm -hmm. So I am here with Tyler Crouch, who is sales leader and a community mentor here. And you probably didn't know that I was going to call you a community mentor. So First things first, I have to thank you for the lessons that come out of the L's. So one of my favorite things that you do um, when you're coaching in the community is you'll say, we took the L today, but all the other wins that happened. So thank you for that. That <laughs> is such a positive take on, you know, a loss um, because really it's not. It is the lesson. Yes. Um, and you learn and then you do something better. So... Tell us about TCC. Yes. Um, give us your little 30-second commercial on, um, you know, what you do for work, and then we'll talk, you know, about cool stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a district manager for TCC, which stands for the Cellular Connection. Uh, so the Cellular Connection was formed here is an Indiana business, actually oh. owned and operated here in Indiana. Our corporate office is actually in Fishers. Uh, so back in the 90s, um, two people, they had an idea. Well, they already had like a telecommunications company where they dropped wire, but they had an idea to open up uh, cell phone stores when they just became popular. Uh, so they started with two stores there in Marion, Indiana, and they've grown to, I, I believe we have over 1,200 stores nationwide now. Wow. Um, the best thing about them is that they are still a family-owned business. Um, like I said, they're locally operated here in Indiana. Um, and then one of their biggest impacts is really doing good in their community. So they give a lot back to their employees and give them a lot of opportunities to uh, really shine and give back to their local communities. So not just some big corporation giving back to some nonprofit that you never get to see. They actually um, really engage and, you know, promote their employees to, to go out there and do good in their community and give back, which is 
where a lot of my stuff comes from. So I'm very yeah. lucky to work for them. I I definitely noticed that you guys were like the Oprah of wireless. Like, <laughs> right. You get a check. You yes. Get a check. <laughs> oh my gosh. And they love that. And that's what they call it. They had their Oprah moment oh, they just did? recently. Yes. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So we had just recently had our mega grant where we had seven Indiana finalists. Uh, non for profits go up for a mega grant of a hundred thousand wow. um, dollars. Wow! And so then like they, a Shark Tank. Yeah. Well, kind of. Yeah. So they had to come up with their business plan, what they were going to do with the money, and how it influx, you know, and you know, reach more people, and how much good they would do. Um, so they brought seven of them in and did all the vetting process and everything like that. And then they had the Oprah moment. So they got on stage and they gave each one of them $700,000 or $100,000 each. So $700,000 total. Wow. Um, and then one uh, non-for-profit, which actually happened to be mine that I sponsored, uh, got a surplus, got another $580,000. So we gave $1.7 million away that day. Wow. Yeah, so it's pretty amazing. So that they do a lot. And that's just, that was just a one time mega grant. I mean, we do things every quarter, every year. So they're pretty I amazing. I had seen, like, I think it was like maybe even just like a $5,000 check, but I yes, missed this. Yeah, yeah. And the little, and that's that. That's something they do for their employees. You know, they call it the culture of good, which is another one of our companies. Um, but basically, the philosophy is, you know, give employees the um, ability to sponsor grants for the local communities. Mm. Um, so, like that five thousand dollars check was for the Shelbyville Boys and Girls Club for their new uh, kindergarten center. Oh, cool! Which is super cool. I love it. I don't know if you've seen seen the pictures of it yet, but is it, you know they have the computers in there, they got the TVs, they have the little sensory things, and you know just a separate room for the kindergartens to kind of stay away from the older kids that are you know more rougher and yeah. probably playing basketball and shooting yeah. pool and things like that, but just their own little space so they can kind of be closed off and work on those different type of things, you know, before and after school. That is awesome. And you um, coach at the boys club, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. I definitely coach at the boys club, do their uh, basketball and football as well. And Babe Ruth baseball and blue river soccer and pretty much anything that my kids are in too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. You are, you're, I think you've been coaching because your oldest is 10. 10. Yes. Almost 11, actually. It'll be 11 in February. Wow. So, yeah. Um, so, question. Back to phones. Yeah. Android or Apple? Oh, for sure Android. Oh, my uh, gosh. Sure this Android. is over. Yes. For <laughs> sure Android. So, Android. So, you're an Apple fan, obviously, with your iPhone there. Well, I don't yeah. know if I would call myself a fan. I think that I just have... I don't know. I think I'm just a snob. Well, it's yes. uh, it's a status thing, and you know, typically what we would say is you should stick with what you're kind of bought into and what you're used to. It's oh. it's a hard switch, and you know, okay. a lot of people you know have iPads, Apple Watches, the Mac, iCloud, iTunes. So you're kind of bought into it, and mm-hmm. I have all that same stuff. But I ask you this: so if you use Maps, do you use Google Maps or Apple Maps? Um, I think. I don't know. It's the one that says... (laughs) It's the one that says maps on the phone. What about email? Do you use Gmail? I do use Gmail. When you search, do you use Google? Yes. Well, sometimes I'll use... So you have an iPhone, but you don't use any Apple product services. I do use... my my point. I say to customers all the time. Yeah, I do (laughs) Google search. Google um, runs the world, which owns Android. (laughs) See my point? Well, and they also have a very nice business suite of tools. Uh, They have everything, yeah. I'm running this business off Google... Right now. <laughs> see? But yeah, you're buying, buying iPhones. I, I am buying yes, iPhone. see? Yeah. That's my point. No, I'm just kidding. No, I feel But they're you. both great products. Everything my my great husband product. is an Android person, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's nice for 
us to have it separate because neither one of us know how to use the other's That's devices. That's fair. <laughs> fair. Yeah. So somewhat, you know, there's no like, I, I'm just like, I don't even know what to do with this. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just like pulling a television up to my ear. Amen. He's got yeah. a big one. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. So complete this sentence. Okay. Um, referring again to technology. Okay. I wish blank was around when I was a kid. Ooh, I think that's tough, you know, when it comes to technology, because I, you know, I say this a lot in my trainings and meetings. Personally, I'm, I'm not a big technology fan. Mm. So um, if I had a choice, I'd probably live out in the middle of nowhere without <laughs> technology. But that's not the day in life that we live in now. So, you know, I need my computer and I need my phone. And, you know, I walk around with something strapped to my wrist 24-7 to track my steps that's and keep nice. me communicated. Is that an Android? Uh, yeah. Wow. It's a Galaxy Watch. Yeah. I will say that is a Galaxy Watch. <laughs> and, you know, and I need this stuff to benefit my life. And I and I think, you know, there's a lot of benefits to to technology, but there's also a lot of uh, takeaways too. Mm -hmm. So, um, but you know, definitely like tracking, like I love to track my kids. Oh yeah. So I like to know where they're at. Um, especially with all the sports they're in, as we just talked about, you know, so I like to know if, you know, typically I am there, but you know, if, uh, they're going to get out early or, you know, where they're going or if they're at a friend's house, I can see where they're at, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, it's easy to monitor their usage too that way. So I think that's very helpful. And then of course, back to maps, you know, I, you know, I come from the days where you still had to read the street signs to know which way to go and, you know, I'd take a trip or even print out map quest directions. I don't know if you remember that. But uh, maybe, yeah. Well, like, I got turn lost left. Here. At, yeah. <laughs> and I live in Shelbyville, but I, yes. I you know, I'm just, I'm okay with it at this yeah. point. I'm like, I'll just put it in. I I use in. maps every day in Indianapolis <laughs> just for traffic. I mean, it helps. You know, yeah. you might know where you're going, but it, it helps traffic construction. It, that that ha that tool has like really amped up. Like you can you know tell what the traffic is like or what's blocked off. So mm -hmm. that that has. And if you need to take a shortcut or a detour to get around, you know, four six five is horrible every day. So. Mm -hmm. Like, I use it all the time, even though I know where I'm going, but I use it. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned training um, with new people. Mm -hmm. So how, how, how do you guys, like, help your customer service teams kind of stay in front of the ever-changing iPhone, the Android's changing, like, now we got this new thing. Like, how are they, like, coached to kind of help the customer through that journey too. Yeah. And typically people that work for us are going to be more tech savvy and, you know, have a passion for it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we do, of course, we have a lot of online trainings, a lot of in-person trainings. Typically we'll bring in experts. So if a new iPhone's dropping, we have an expert to come in and kind of talk about the features of it or Samsung or some, you know, something along that lines. But, you know, the team, since it is your job, you know, to sell these phones and to know most about it, the team's really good about doing their own diving in, you know, and we kind of help and train like on specific new features. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people are really good and take their own initiative to learn more about the phone and what features are going to help. Um, a lot of phones today, too, they come with, you know, some type of demo mode or retail mode to be able to showcase oh, those okay. features, too, as well, too. Yeah. Can yeah. you put it in demo <laughs> mode for your mom? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I need yeah. to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, uh, you know, Android phones, they do come with easy mode, too. So you can lock it down and make it very easy. I think and we like need to big into the point. Sell yeah, that we'll have to get to it. Yeah. He yeah. needs to be connected to pictures. Yes. <laughs> that, and, you know, it is impressive. My, uh, I want to say he's probably, uh, 
I'm going to get hit for this one. I would say he's probably 87-year-old grandfather. has an Android phone, a flip phone. So the one that actually like flips up and back. And it, it's super impressive. He can use it. And I think that's a lot of the, you know, the tougher things with, like, boomers and things like that is they could probably really learn it, but they uh, most of them don't really want to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the, the fall-off is, is it, do you really want to learn something new? Do you care that much about it? Most of them are still using it as a phone only, yeah. not big texters or things like that. My father-in-law talked to text every text he ever sent. You know, it's one of the greatest features for him. He never has to type. He can't doesn't hates doing it, but he can talk to text anybody. Huh. Yeah. How do those come through? Pretty good. Wow. I mean, they work really well. The talk to text has gotten a lot better over the years. Yeah. So. Does he have an Android or iPhone? He's Android. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You have everyone over there? Yes. Well, I worked for Samsung for eight years oh, before that's I came right. to TCC. That's right. That's yes. right. So, so I am hardcore. I'm in the Kool-Aid. Oof. Yes. Yeah, okay. It flows through my blood. There. You've been baptized. <laughs> Amen. For sure. <laughs> that's funny. So let me think. Um, I just lost my train of thought for this question. <laughs> um, so you are a regional. So how yeah. many stores? So I'm a district manager, district, and so. I have a regional above me, and I I have five locations. Wow, so I have three locations. in Indianapolis, and then I have the North Vernon and the Columbus, Indiana location as well. Oh, dang. So you didn't even get Shelbyville. No, I didn't get Shelbyville. Um, I had Shelbyville there for a little while, but, you know, sales and management, mm-hmm. we, we tend to redistrict a lot and kind of yeah. move around, keep things, you know, fresh. fresh. Yep. That's good. Um, so as far as learning sales, where do you think that that happened for you? So, yeah, you know, going back to my career path, uh, so I was always into technology. I think, you know, I was one of the first people in middle school with a pager, oh. you know, and I had the, and I really had like one of the, my dad had given me one of those pagers that had the screen on it that would tell you the weather and stocks. And, uh. it, I, you know, I could care less, but you could actually, it had a phone with letters on it. So you could actually text that pager instead of just getting numbers, oh. uh, a real message would come in. So I was real big into that. And then, you know, I had the very first flip phone that was ever out, the StarTech, and one of my favorite ones so I was big into that and then the Walmart Supercenter opened up somewhere around uh when I was 18 in Shelbyville mm-hmm. so you know big for us right yeah. I don't know if it you was, remember it yeah no, it was, it was huge. the biggest one yeah I think in the whole world at that point really yeah. I know I didn't remember that I mean I oh, knew yeah. it was huge to us like it had everything right everything we didn't have at that time yes. right so we were a very small town obviously and uh we definitely didn't have much so it was really big and uh I had gotten a job there building furniture mm. or something, you know, in, in the furniture department. My job was, like, to put bicycles together and couches or whatever for display. Um, and the, almost the grand opening day, because I got in early and, you know, the grand opening day, and the GM of the store had called a meeting. And he was like, we need um, – somebody to work in the wireless department. Does anybody know anything about wireless? And I was like, I own a cell phone. I don't, I don't know anything about it. And he's like, great, you work in wireless now. <laughs> and so that's kind of how it started. And that's kind of how I got into the, the cell phone experience. And, you know, that's back then when it was just flip phone, a lot of candy bar cell phones, flip phones, um, not a lot of cool features, you know, so I had the snake game and oh, that's yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. about it. It's about as cool as a guy. I made phone calls. Um, but, uh, so I got in there and then from there I kind of just continued on in the wireless career. So, you know, I went, worked for Radio Shack for a while, did that for a few years, worked for Singular Wireless before it was AT&T, um, you know, kind of bounced around to different authorized retailers and ended up in Samsung, um, just, you know, on a whim, 
got hired with Samsung and then kind of grew from there. Wow. And then now with TCC. Do you, um, like, follow anyone that, you know, keeps you motivated or um, read any books? Or Yeah, anything? I saw that question on there, and, you know, a lot. So, a lot. So, you know, John C. Maxwell, are you a big fan of him? Um, well, I am more familiar with Sandler training, yeah. but, very, I mean, yeah. they're mixed Maxwell, I, I like him a lot. So, he has a couple of good ones. Um, the 360-degree leader is always a good one. I, I love that one. Um, Ziggler, I read a lot of Ziggler. Um, and then as a company um, with TCC, typically we'll read some type of motivational book at least once or twice a year, wow. if not more than that. So a couple of books that we just finished reading were the Goggins. Have you ever heard of David Goggins? I don't think so. So he's like a um, huge triathlon runner. Okay, and you know he does these crazy long runs, like high endurance, high run. So he was, uh, he has a great story. You know, he had a real troubled past, and um, you know, kind of just let himself go. Go at one point in time, he was three hundred pounds, and he was uh, working for a pest control company, just spraying mm-hmm. bugs and businesses. And he sat down one night. You know, lost his wife or girlfriend at the time, 300 pounds, working for pest control. Not that that's a bad job, but just wasn't what he wanted to do. Um, and he watched a Navy SEAL video. Mm. Like one of those ones going to be all you can be. I know it's not the SEALs, but yeah. whatever it was, you know, come join. And um, he wanted to do it. And so he started working out and went through all that and, you know, lost the weight and gained muscle. And then, you know, he went through the SEALs training and, and did all that and, you know, didn't make it the first time, a couple different times. And he just, you know, he's had a real hard past and he talks about his, you know, a lot of his triathlons he's ran and the Ironman competition and things like that. And he's just been through a lot and how he never gives up and, you know, always looking forward and pushing through. He's just, he's very motivational. And we actually brought him into one of our trainings and had him speak to us in person one oh time. Oh my gosh. So that was really cool. Yeah. So man, he's, he's a cool a guy. We do. Well, and you know, in leadership and Samson was really great about this too. And, and TCC was, is as well as they try to focus on not really like teaching you just the specs and like sales tactics and things like that. It's more about bettering you as a person, mm. you know, all around. Wow. Right? So professionally, you know, at home, things like that. I think that that, that had sparked my interest a lot too because, you know, I'm thinking, how is the cell phone retailer, like, having such an impact, you know, in your life? And mm-hmm. I, I'm seeing it come out. And I was like, that there's got to be more. Um, huh. But that is awesome. Yeah. How cool. I know. And, you know, so I was super happy with Samsung and Samsung did a really good job of building me up. And I had such great leadership there and they just taught me so much. You know, I think, you know, I I tend to tell my mentee kids this a lot, but, you know, I spent most of my 20s only thinking about myself and chasing money versus like, you know, what could I do for others and, you know, what's really important in life. And so by the time I was 30 and working for Samsung is really when that kicked in and it was at the perfect time for me. So, you know, you can tell somebody a lot of things and and teach them a lot of things, but they have to be receptive to it. Mm. You have to be in that point in your life to be able to like accept that and really do something with what you're learning. And that, you know, 
in my early 20s, I was not. Yeah, you know, I was just a young kid, and you know, it was all about the money, and where can I make more money, and how can I do better, and, you know, better myself. And, you know, by the time I was 30, you know, I'm focused on my wife and my kids, and, you know, and really what matters to me in the world, which is not money mm. at all. Yeah. You know, I really, I care about people. I care about being good. I care about being nice. Um, I care about my environment and, and, you know, that's what they taught me. So when, um, I was offered a job from TCC, that was my main thing to come over. I mean, they have great leadership and, uh, work-life balance and things like that. But, you know, their number one thing is, uh, you know, doing good in the community and giving you that opportunity to do it. So, you know, going back to the $680,000 we just gave Dream Alive, I would never be able to do that in my life. I wouldn't be able to give the Boys Club $5,000, you know, unless I saved up quite a bit. But, you know, just little opportunities like that, you know, does, gives me a, a chance to do go, what I'm good at, which is sales, but also it hits my passion, mm-hmm. which is doing good, you know, and being good and trying to help others. So Yeah, and, I mean, you being the type of employee that you are enables them to be like, yes, we want to put money wherever that guy tells us to. Yeah. So, I mean, it it almost is like your money because otherwise the places that you want it to go wouldn't be getting it. Absolutely, so, yes. You got it like that. <laughs> yeah, So you absolutely. do give millions of dollars. <laughs> well, and, you know, we're lucky. We give that that opportunity to every employee in, in the company. Wow. So, That's you know, incredible. not everyone gets approved. You know, you do. They want you to be active in that that organization of course and you have to write the grant and that kind of mm. stuff so oh, wow. yeah they go up for review and 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 that kind of thing but I've been very lucky so you know <clears throat> boys club you know we were able to give Babe Ruth here in town a thousand dollars um there's t- turning point we're really big with turning point in Columbus which is a domestic violence shelter mm-hmm. um so we were able to help We've given them probably twenty to thirty thousand dollars. I'm a huge fan of Food for Souls, which is a um, organization out of Fishers, Indiana, which helps with um, homeless needs. Right. So um, they're one of my favorite organizations because you've been to the Colt Stadium, right? Mm -hmm. Did you know? Like, I won't give an exact location because they don't want people to go there, but not very far blocks. From there, are two huge homeless camps mm. where people live daily. That's just their lives. And Food for Souls is uh, an organization goes out there two, three times a week to different camps, and they just feed, and they pray, and they hang out. I mean, it's not, you know, let's get you out of here and let's find you a job. They're just helping survive, mm. you know. And you know, they are. They do have those other things, you know, help housing and find jobs and things like that. But they don't push it. You know, they're not just trying to push them out there and just, you know, you need to do better. It's more it's like, here's food, let's let's eat. We get, You know, we go out there and we give them clothes in the winter and boots and, you know, toiletries and candles and batteries for their flashlight and, you know, little things like that. That one's amazing, too. I like that one. Yeah, it's not against the law to be homeless. No, so. no, yeah. I, I love it. I mean, and they're such, they're a great organization, and we just gave them... $10,000 for a shower truck. So a lot of those people don't have a shower. Um, oh. So now in the summer, they can go out there. They have like this mobile van or like van truck thing that they can bring around that, you know, allows them to go in there and get a shower. Huh. You know, it's the little things that you think about that you and I get daily that, you know, is a huge benefit to them that yeah. they may not receive. So that is that is very neat that you're able to stay connected and work 
and do the family thing. It's, I mean, it's kind of unreal that yeah. that those opportunities are available to us. And you live right here in Shelbyville, yes. So commuter, but uh, still, still making it happen. Yeah, so absolutely. I have to thank you. Um, you have been an amazing guest. We'll have to do this again. Absolutely. Um, and thank you to all of you for tuning in. Uh, remember to hit those like, share, subscribe buttons on Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. You will find us at In Business Shelby County. Make it a good day.